Good morning, friends. Thank you so much for being here. Today, I'd like to talk about how can our homes set us up for a successful day? Let's dive in. Hi, listeners, and welcome to the podcast where we discuss human behavior, relationships, home decor, lifestyle, and so much more. I'm your host, mindset coach and interior designer, Evelyn Glick. Let's crush all limiting beliefs and create a life and home that represents who we are and who we aspire to be. Increase our spiritual connection and intentionally design our most authentic life. Let's dive in. Yes, how can we make our homes a place that can really work for us, for us to have a successful day? And by success, I mean whatever it is that you want to accomplish today. I strongly believe the minute you open your eyes, the momentum of your day starts to build up. Having a home where we're surrounded by what we love and support our needs is crucial. I ask you, how comfortable and welcoming is your space? Is your home a place where you can be silly and fun or quiet and introspective? Does your home allow you to relax and take a deep breath when you need it most? Even if you have four kids and two dogs or cats, do you have a spot, a corner that is all yours to decompress and just be? It does not require you to have a bigger house for this to be possible. It can be a corner in a room that has a comfy chair with a lamp and a soft throw. It can even be a thick floor cushion or or an oversized pillow placed in a corner in your bedroom, maybe. I think creating a space that is both beautiful and functional will enhance your life enormously. Some of the simple yet impactful ways to set yourself up for a wonderful day is creating a routine, or as I like to call it, a ritual. Routines can sometimes feel like work, but a ritual is consciously taking the time to fuel and feed your soul. This ritual can be super short and uncomplicated, yet what it needs to be and have is a sense of connection to your surrounding. This ritual can be sipping a cup of coffee or tea while looking out the window at your trees or flowers. It can be a quiet moment of gratitude for this space that is your home. I urge you to develop a connection to your space so that it exudes the energy you desire. And that energy will be different depending on where you are in your house. Your sacred space of rituals should feel like a soothing, supportive embrace. While perhaps the dining room or living room should be a gathering with others, make your home function to support your needs and wants. I don't care too much about trends, if it goes against your vision and style. Your home should not be perfect. It will absolutely be beautiful and interesting, and it should be infused with your character. That is what makes it yours and not anybody else's. Do you have a super busy day ahead packed with meetings or clients, projects to a multitude of house chores, perhaps? Then it's even more important to take this ritual seriously. How can you start with a clean slate to ensure you will maximize this day ahead? Most of these things have been helpful to me and have been proven to increase productivity. It starts actually the night before. And I bet you've heard about many of these or read many of these things already, but it bears to repeat. What do you do the night before to ensure your morning is smooth? The things that have helped me is picking out my outfit or sometimes prepping meals, charging my phones. Do you go over your calendar? Anything out of the norm that needs to be tended to? 
Have you prioritized the most important things that need to be accomplished? Let's be honest here. Not everything is a priority. Pick what really is and focus on those. Another thing that is super helpful is setting a specific time to go to sleep. There's a multitude of articles and studies that show the benefits of good night's habits. And on that note, how is your bedroom? I believe it is the most important room to comfort and soothe us. And if it isn't, let's make it so. How is your mattress? Do you wake up well rested or achy? How is your comforter, your pillows, the sheets that touch your body? The bedtime setting should actually start 20 to 30 minutes before you actually fall asleep. It's doing little things like dimming the lights in the bedroom and softening anything that's too bright. How is the temperature in your bedroom? How's the air quality? Dry? Stuffy? Think about these things. A humidifier might make a huge difference. Dropping the temperature a couple of degrees can also be helpful. Studies show turning and tossing due to being hot creates restlessness and, of course, worsens insomnia. This one might be hard, but I'm going to suggest it. Do not sleep with any device near your bed. Even if it's on silence, you're more likely to grab it when you get up to use the bathroom in the middle of the night or if you're just having difficulties falling asleep. You will start scrolling it and it's not going to help you fall asleep. Even if you need it as an alarm clock, place a cell phone on the opposite side of your nightstand. Another huge part of my day is taking the time to start it with 15 minutes of quiet, or it can be 10 on those crazy mornings. And it must include gratitude. Listen, even if life is hard, right now, you're breathing. Your heart is beating. Those are reasons to be grateful. Find three things to be grateful for, and it must start with yourself. And then the other two things can be about your surroundings, your home, your family, your relationships, maybe your job. If you look closely and regularly, you will absolutely find so much to be grateful for. Plus, the universe has a way of giving you more reasons to be grateful when you start feeling more gratitude. It will start to expand and grow. Prepare your mind for the day ahead by making your day's purpose to flow easily and effortlessly. As you meditate or journal, or if you don't, it can even be in the shower or while you're commuting to work although I do highly recommend meditating. But whenever it is, take that time, those few minutes a day, to find something to be grateful for. Also, let's be practical here. You cannot prevent or control anything other than your own actions and thoughts. Release the expectations that the day ahead will be 100% as planned. You cannot control anything but yourself. So release that expectation of perfection. Another thing to set yourself up for a good day is to prioritize, as I said earlier. As your day begins, try to do what is most pressing, important, and challenging first. It will ease the rest of your day if you get those difficult tasks out of the way in the early part of your day. And now, I must remind yourself to be flexible. Rigidity is heavy and has no room for unexpected events, which we'll know will sometimes happen. It's taken me a very long time to be flexible. I felt I needed to hold on strongly to my beliefs and defend them all the time or I would just seem weak. But you know what? You can be grounded and rooted and still be open to a new way, a different perspective, a new idea. I promise you, your day will be more smoothly if you're a bit more fluid. You're not abandoning your goals or beliefs. You can have those difficult conversations and still decide that what works for others doesn't work for you. 
or conversely, took a new path. Who knows? You get to pick what is best for you, and it's okay to change. It's just about welcoming others to speak their minds and expand. Overcoming rigidity was so hard for me. Being flexible has helped me stay true to who I am and still be open to change and growth. So yes, set rituals and schedules for your next day to flow nicely, but be fluid and soft in your approach, which isn't being weak by any means. It welcomes unexpected people, experiences, and outcomes that you otherwise wouldn't have been open for. To recap, review your calendar the night before and set priorities for your next day. Number two, pick your outfits, charge your cell phones, and if necessary, prep meals. Number three, enhance your bedroom to become a desirable place for comfortable and restorative sleep. Number four, remove devices from your vicinity. This doesn't need any explanation. Number five, set a ritual of 15 or even 10 minutes of gratitude before your day begins. Oh, so helpful. Number six, a big dose of mindset shifts is necessary here, which includes releasing control of what you can't control and being more fluid and flexible. I hope this was helpful. Please share what has helped you set your day up for ease and flow. We'd love to hear and add to my list of things. Now go out and have yourself a great day. And remember to live the fullest expression of who you are because playing small doesn't serve anyone. A quick reminder, if you enjoy any of my episodes, I would so appreciate if you go on Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating with a comment. Thank you for being part of this journey. I appreciate you and your precious time. Bye now.